Good morning. 8.51 a.m. Sunday, October the 22nd, 2023, Blue Sky Day, east of the Rocky Mountains, Great Colorado. Hi. It's been a morning. It's been a morning already. Uh, I hate waking up with uh, anxiety dreams. I woke up a little bit before four, and my rule is you don't get up before four. So I did the needful, and then crawled back in bed. Slept till almost 5.30, but woke up with anxiety dreams. Lost my car again. Losing the car for one reason or another. This time it was uh, towed away. Towing seems to be a popular popular. A common theme to lost vehicles. Occasionally I lose my ID. Typically at the airlines. Losing my way on the way to the airport is another one that's common. Getting my car towed is really common. I'm not sure what it signifies. Loss of mobility or... Some sort of fear. So, yeah, I got up and uh, put the kettle on to do my, my little special pour over. This morning was Kauai coffee from Hawaii. Or maybe it was Kona coffee. I didn't look at it very closely. Uh, my friend Mem Mormon sent me some coffee. They were vacationing in Hawaii and sent me some coffee. So, uh, I ground up 20 grams last night and then went to do the pour over this morning. And is it my habit? I put the, I put the kettle on the burner and then I went downstairs to try to find my clothes, which I did right off, and to pick up my journal and my pen so that I could, I could do my morning journal. But I couldn't find a pen. The pen was missing. It wasn't in its usual spot. It wasn't in the pocket of the hoodie that I was wearing yesterday. Except after a certain amount of frantic searching, I discovered that it was in the pocket of the hoodie that I started the day with yesterday, but then changed. Found it, got upstairs and found that the tea kettle was already whistling rather loudly, which just added to my angst level because I really didn't want to be making that much noise and waking up sleeping spouse, sleeping children, sleeping offspring. They're not exactly children anymore. Both in their 20s. So it turns out that the tea kettle didn't have enough water in it, so it just had a little bit in the bottom, 
which made it boiled really fast, which made, made a lot of noise really soon. So I filled the kettle, put it on, started writing a journal, waiting for it to boil, and uh, carefully assembled the filter and the the uh, funnel and put it on the burner. I put it on the burner, put it on the scale, and it started pouring. And realized I'd forgotten the probably the most important, well, certainly one of the most critical, if not the most critical aspect of doing a pour over, and that's putting the cup under it. <laughs> I look at it and I go, why is this, why is this spilling all over the place? Which should tell you, I never should have been allowed near a hot major appliance in my mental condition because it took me way too long to figure out I didn't have the cup. The day's gone a little bit better since then. I've got my, my journal done, my post done, got my breakfast. I may have to make a short grocery run here. We're almost out of milk. I made cream, I made cream. I made mac and cheese the other night and used up a lot of milk, more milk than we usually use in a week. And so cereal is taking its toll on the small amount left. Don't get fresh milk until Wednesday, but I could go pick up a quart, it wouldn't hurt anything. So yeah, I got the journal done, got the morning post done, got the haiku done, got breakfast. Started out this morning. I, 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 in getting up in my anxiety state, I forgot and left my glasses on the sideboard, beside the night table, beside the bed. I don't really need, I don't really need them. They're mostly convenience. Uh, I see perfectly well, not perfectly well, but almost perfectly well without them. My monocular vision. I have one eye that sees pretty good up close. I have one eye that sees pretty good at a distance and between them I see pretty good most of the time without my glasses. So it works out really well. But it's, it's the almost perfect, first of all I go, and then I realize, oh yeah, okay, well, it's not perfect perfect, it's almost perfect. With my glasses on, I can only see close up really well. I can still see, sort of. I spend a lot of time with them sitting on the end of my nose, looking over the top, wandering around the house. So I got my shoes on. 
I gotta get a clean pair of socks. I'll forget that tomorrow. I got my shoes on. I made sure I picked up my water bottle. I made sure I picked up the extra phone. I made sure I had tissues. Got out the door. Got halfway to taking the picture and realized I didn't have my phone. So I couldn't take the picture and I'm like, what the hell? And it turns out I left it beside my place setting at the table. Where's that smell again? Smells almost like pot smoke. So I went back and found it. It's been that kind of morning. It's like, you know, one step forward, two steps back. I did find the owner of the phone yesterday. The, uh, my good deed for the week. I got it charged up, called an emergency number. It turned out to be his father who had his address. And so, Around midday, I drove over, knocked on the door, handed it off to the significant other. Who was overjoyed on his behalf. <laughs> Apparently losing the phone had been quite a traumatic experience and one that I I could only imagine. I went home and immediately loaded an emergency number into my phone so that the first number on emergency is home. So you can phone home. You find my phone. Emergency number, phone home. And it'll ring the landline. Somebody will answer. Or the answer machine will answer. So yeah, that was that was a lesson for me as well as my good deed for the day. This is a pretty morning. It's a little bit chilly. Middle 40s. It's supposed to be unseasonably warm, so I think it's supposed to get into the 80s today. Again, I still have to bake bread. I have to bake bread probably today. I may have enough to get through till tomorrow, but we'll see. I'll need to make a decision by noon. Tomorrow's Monday. I gotta do, I wanna do the corned beef and cabbage tomorrow and the kids home for dinner. I got scrambled turkey. Good turkey pie. A cottage pie, I think is what it's called. It's shepherd's pie, but not with lamb. Coming up on it, get ready, sit with me. Monk post. I have my clippers in a pocket full of seed envelopes, but I don't see any seeds I don't already have. There's some of the... Fountain grass back there that I would have liked to grab. 
walked by it without thinking. Crow going by. Leaves along here are turning all pale. Some of them are yellow. There's a little bit of red in the tops. These few right here, it's hard to look at because it's right in the sun. There's a big red one down there in the cul-de-sac. It's pretty. Fall is pretty. Yesterday the sky was filled, absolutely filled with mares tails. I was, it was, it wasn't like they were all going in the same direction. They were going every which way. It was amazing. I couldn't believe, I'd never seen the sky go six ways from Sunday all at once like that. I mean, I see a lot of mare's tails here. At least I'm aware of them here. I might have had them other places. I know some in Maine, I know some in Buffalo occasionally. But being here, where there was just so much sky all the time. I may be just more aware of it. But I often see, you know, bands of mare's tails. But yesterday it was the entire sky. Mare's tails going pretty much every direction, crosswise, up, east, west, south, north, everywhere. I was, I, I don't, talk about turbulence in the upper atmosphere. I don't even know what could cause that amount of turbulence. It was pretty. I should have taken a picture, but. 2020 hindsight. So yeah, I'm thinking about the cat. Cat needs to be a character, not just an artifice, not just a feature in the story, not just a piece of furniture. And that's, that's really what has been the stumbling block. I suspect I can probably use a lot of what I've already written, but I need to write the cat into it. And as much as I tried to, I failed because I refused to share point of view with Mulligan. That was a sort of a sticking point with me. And I think it was a mistake. No, I don't think it was a mistake. I know it was a mistake. So figuring out what the point of view of the cat is. And yeah, I had Chris Marini suggested that I it be a transmogrified wizard from the past. And yeah, I had considered that early on. And I don't think that's the right answer. I have an idea of what I think the answer is, 
But how that answer gets instantiated, how I make it happen, continues to be just a trifle elusive. And how it shows up in a story is also off. I have a couple of ideas. Uh, One is just have a section, just have scenes where it's the cat's point of view. The other is to use epigraphs at the beginning of each chapter that illuminate the cat in some way or another so that the reader is constantly being updated to the cat. The reader knows what's going on with the cat and the cat's relationship with everybody in the house and the house. And I really like that in terms of a solution. We'll see how it works. I don't, I don't know. We'll see how it's not quite, I'm not quite at the skin itching stage where I need to write because my skin is itching off. I'm not quite there yet. Factorio is fun. <laughs> it, uh, it has a tendency to, to pull me in and make me lose track, all track of time. Completely lost. Yesterday afternoon, I lost two and a half hours. And it was all right, because I didn't really have anything I needed to do. But it was like, I looked down, it was like two o'clock. I looked up, it was 2 o'clock or so, it was like 1.45, I finished lunch, I got back from dropping off the phone, et cetera, et cetera. And it was around 2 o'clock, and then I looked up again, and it was, it was 4.30. I'm like, what? No. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, mindfulness took a hit in the afternoon. It usually does. I I have a list of things I need to do in the morning. I'm pretty good about ignoring that list. (laughs) But it usually does get done eventually. Things that I want to happen. And writing is on the list, but it's it's not ripe yet. It's not ready to go. Played a little Eve online. I got a I got a storyline. It was a level four security storyline. And the problem is, I don't really want to take any of my big expensive ships out right now, because the Halloween event has bonuses to ship kills. So when you kill a ship, another player, you get more of what was on their ship. So as a result, the P-Killers are out in force, not like they're not every day in in EVE Online anyway, but it's not a good day to take out. It's not a good time to take out my Orca or 
either of my two marauders or I'm even a little leery about taking out a regular battleship. The prices of these ships have gone up a lot because of the way they reorganized the industrial section. And I complained. I was, I was miffed because they hadn't done a lot with industrial. And now they have. They've taken pretty much everything and given it a purpose. There was a lot of stuff, particularly planetary interaction goods that sort of had a use but didn't really and then moon products which sort of had a use but didn't really that's all changed that all has feeds the larger machine and because of that the prices have all of all of these higher tier ships have gone way high orca that used to be a billion is now over two I have a couple. <laughs> I built them back when I could build them for a billion. I could build them for 700 million. I can't build them for 700 million anymore. They cost closer to 2 billion just to build. However, neither here nor there. I don't really play Eve that much. I logged on to get my freebies this morning and that was about it. I didn't even get all of them. I only got the Omega ones. Anyway, I'm at the back gate. Tomorrow's another day. Hopefully a better day. And with any luck at all, I'll talk to you then.